Radio 77 WABC. This is Sit and Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. What are you, a Yankee fan? Yeah. Sit down. Oh, come over here. Sit over here next to me. Come here. So you must be pretty upset after the Yankees lost. Bill Mazeroski. I hate him. He made Mickey Mantle cry. The paper said that the Mick was crying. Mickey Mantle? Is that what you're upset about? Mickey Mantle makes $100,000 a year. How much does your father make? I don't know. You don't know? Well, see if your father can't pay the rent. Go with Mickey Mantle and see what he tells you. Mickey Mantle don't care about you, so why should you care about him? Nobody cares. <laughs> about that. Mickey Mantle don't care about you. None of these guys do. And I've become friendly with a lot of athletes post like Dwight Gooden. He's a friend of mine. Many giant players. You guys now close in with guys like Bill Sims and Lawrence Taylor. But truth is they kind of loosen up when they're done playing. But while they're playing, they don't care. And uh, we, um, we live and die for these guys. But what's funny about that scene in a Bronx tale, which is just an amazing piece, whether it's a Broadway musical, a movie, or the one-man show that my dear friend Chaz continues to do. We'll do it again at Paramount Theater shortly. The amazing thing about that scene is that Chaz loved Mickey Mantle, (laughs) and Chaz is a diehard Yankee fan, dating back to the days when he was a little boy, and his dad would take him to the Bronx and give out baseballs. So while he did say during that scene, Mickey Mantle don't care about you, and he was right playing the role of Sonny, he is a diehard Yankee fan, and he cared about Mickey Mantle. But he cares about a lot of people. That's why I love him. He's my dear friend, Chaz Palminteri. Good morning, Chaz. Good morning, Sid. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good, and I'm really good. You know, it's funny. When you when I hear that uh, song, when I hear that scene, it's, uh, it's the 30th anniversary, you know. The 30th anniversary of a Bronxdale, the movie. In fact, June 17th, we're showing it at the Tribeca Film Festival in the Beacon Theater. Wow. And De Niro, yeah, and De Niro and I, we're going to do a Q&A. Come on the stage, and we're going to answer questions about the film. June no, 17th. is that so, true? Yeah. yeah. See, see yeah. here's the thing, Chance. Like, everybody I talk to is your friend. Oh, you know, I'm friends with Chance Martin. I go, okay, whatever, fine. Sure, you're fine. Fine, okay, okay, fine. Uh, right. And I used to be like, well, he's my friend, too. I stopped doing that. Now I'm like, okay, great, you're his friend. Um, but the truth is... <laughs> I swear to God, I'm saying, but the truth is, because everybody does love you, and you got you, know, you got restaurants, you know, but you and I have been friends for like 20-something years. When I was on my right. ball's ass of my career, when nobody wanted me, I went to watch you in Pompano Beach, and you said to me what you said to Little C. You said, Sid, wasted talent. Don't let that happen to you. So all these friends of yours that are going to be there on June the 17th, I'm a guy that's really been your friend for a long time. That's right. You have been. 
Oh, a long, long time, Sid. A long time, and I've been following your career a long time. And then when I heard you, you know, you're very distinct, man. You come on that radio, and you go, that's Sid Rosenberg. That's Sid Rosenberg. You open your mouth, not even a sentence goes by. That's Sid Rosenberg. <laughs> yeah. and, and, that, and, and that's what's greatness, man. And, uh, you know, and I'm real excited. I'm always excited to talk to you because we have fun and we laugh, you know. No, we do. We have fun. We laugh. When we talk about some serious Serious topics, too. Maybe we'll get that today. I'm not sure. But I do want to talk about the Paramount Theater again. I'm going to come June 17th, by the way. But uh, 30 years. Oh, great. Okay? So I'll talk to you after the show. Uh, 30 years since this whole thing started, you told the story of how you wrote it and what you had to go through to get it to where it is today. But I will tell people this. The movie... It's fantastic. It's not good. It's fantastic. And I love the Broadway show. I wish you would bring it back. But for me, and I said this to you many years ago, the one-man show is the best of all three pieces. Somehow or another, Chance Palminteri plays every single role, every single role, and pulls it off brilliantly. Yeah. It was just an idea I had. You know, a lot of people, thought, more people are realizing now that the one-man show was first. That's what Robert De Niro saw. And that's how the whole thing happened. I, did, I wanted to write something that would really showcase my talent as an actor. And so I had this idea of writing this movie and playing all the parts myself on stage. And uh, it was the first time it's ever been done. It hasn't been done since. I'm actually the first guy ever to write and star in the, in the one-man show, the musical, write the musical, star in the musical, write the movie, star in the movie. So wow. uh, I'm... Yeah, I'm really, uh, you know, proud of that. But it's the one-man show because I am Collegio. I am. I'm the, so when people see it, it's a very personal connection. I mean, they jump up, they cheer. They, you know, uh, Alfred Hitchcock used to say, so there's only three things you can do to an audience. And if you do two out of three, you got to hit. He says you can make them laugh, you can make them cry, or you can scare them. That's it. And in, in Bronx Tale, I do all Interesting. three. You, you do. laugh, you cry, yeah. and I scare you. Yeah. You know, so it, it, June 11th, I'll be doing it at, at uh, you know, at the Paramount Theater in Huntington, where my my favorite place to do the show. I love doing the show there. Uh, and uh, actually, June 23rd, I'll be in Dover, Delaware at the Rollins Theater. So those are the two dates. And I tell people, if you want to get tickets, you go to chasparmentary.net, and they'll put you right to the site. And if you've never seen it, you said you've seen it. You could tell them. Oh. If you've never seen it, you've got to see it because that's the genesis of how the movie started. There it is right there. There it is right I mean, there. I literally do. The yeah. dialogue is the same. It I is the same. same yeah, it's the <laughs> yeah. same. And I don't know how you do it because, and I'm being honest, Jez, it takes a lot of energy. A lot. Yeah. I mean, unlike, look, I, I got yes. my first four into acting last year and, you know, I'm in that movie, Gemini yeah, Lounge. And, yeah, thank you, thank you. And there's a very famous picture of me, you, and Vinnie Pastore and Bo Dietl outside of Michael's restaurant before we both shot scenes uh, for Gravesend coming out in uh, in July. But, you know, right. this, you're an actor. You do a lot of standing around. I mean, you sit there for three hours while the director picks his ass. You, in this, in this one-man show, you're busy the whole time. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, you know what? I work out six days a week. I rehearse on the treadmill when I know I'm doing the show. Uh, it's it, you've got to stay in shape. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a kid anymore. You know, I've been doing the show for 34 years now. Uh, I, it'll, I see the Paramount will be my 1,020th performance. Wow! So uh, uh, it's 
I, I got to say, I got to tell people, if you never saw it, you got to see it. It's really, uh, it's something to be seen. It really is. I think it's a piece of Americana. I consider a Bronx tale, uh, and I mean this, historical, a piece of Americana. But for folks that don't know, I know you've told it a billion times, but you never know. This show gets such <clears throat> immense ratings yeah. that there may be some new listeners. Uh, you were performing the show. Robert De Niro was in the audience. I don't know if you knew he was in the audience or not, but no, he loved it no, so I much. Didn't, I didn't know. Okay. Right. So, and he I, loved it so much that he came to you and said, let's do a movie? What happened was I wrote it. The reviews came out and got astounding reviews. It was insane. Every writer, director, producer, actor wanted to play Sonny. Every producer wanted to produce it. Every big-time director wanted to direct it. Every studio wanted it. I got over 250000 as soon as the reviews came out. I said, I want to play Sonny. I want to write this screenplay. They said, no. They said, You're not a, nobody knows you. You're a great actor, but nobody knows you. We're sorry. I said, no, well, I'm not doing it. Uh, three weeks later, 500000 Again, I said no. Wow. A month later, the crowds kept getting bigger, $1 million. Again, I said no. After I turned down a million, people thought I was crazy. About two weeks after that, I did the show, standing ovation. I get off stage, and the guy, my stage manager says, you better get down to your dressing room. Robert De Niro is waiting for you. He just saw the show. I go downstairs. There was Bob in the corner. And he said, he was talking to me. He says, I know what's going on. He says, look, if you end up selling it, they're going to come to me anyway, he said. And he, and he said to me, <clears throat> and he said to me, look, I think it's a great show. Let me tell you. And I said, Bob, but nobody wants to give me a shot. He says, well, I'll tell you what I want to do. You should play Sonny. You'd be great. You should write the screenplay because it'll be honest. It'll be your life. And he goes, I'll direct it, and I'll play your father, and I'll make it right. And if you shake my hands, that's the way it'll be. And that's what happened. Wow. So was that the first time you met him that night? Yes. Yeah. And, and then first after that, you, you, got, you, did, you guys did, like, analyze this, analyze that. Yeah, like, we did four movies. Yeah, we did four, four movies. Yes. Well, when my best, you know, he's one of my closest friends. I'm going to his 80th birthday, you know, uh, soon. He's, you, know, uh, uh, you know, we're having a, uh, you know, so it's, it's exciting. Yeah, he's a uh, Bob's. Great listen, guy. Great guy. I, I, I listen. Uh, people get mad at him in this industry because yeah. he, I don't care. Like, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm more upset with him about having kids at 80 years old than I am about actually uh, about his uh, political beliefs. But uh, and I still love the guy. The guy's a great actor. But you know, does he say silly things about politics? Who doesn't these days, right, Chaz? Who doesn't? Yes. Well, everybody. Ha- Look, I, you know, this is America, and everybody has their own views about politics, and and I think that's what that's why this is a beautiful country. And if everybody has it their own view, that's wonderful. You know, uh, you know what they say when you sit down at the dinner table: don't talk politics, don't talk religion. Right. Uh, you know, Bob is my friend. Yeah. He'll always be my friend, and and I'm his friend. And, Not, and uh, right. don't talk know, politics. Don't talk politics. Don't talk religion, and don't talk about the Mets. Because God, do we you suck? Don't talk about the Mets. Yeah, God, we suck. Well, you know, I, I don't know what it is. The Mets. You know, the Mets. No matter who they get, uh, they just can't seem to. To put it together, I don't understand that. I I don't. I just don't. Yeah, don't and, as, and, as is, a, but... and, and you're a you're a diehard Yankee fan that really breaks your heart, huh, Chaz? <laughs> Let me tell you something about the Mets. <laughs> I have to say, you know, really, Sid, don't you hate people that say, "Well, I'm a Mets fan and a Yankee fan." I said, "No, you're not. Can't you're be. not. Right? You can't. You can't be. You right. can't be. Am I right, Sid? No. Listen, when I was a kid growing up, I would. The only thing that was as good as a Met win was a Yankee loss, a Ranger exactly. win, an Islander loss, a Giant win, a Jet loss. That's the way it's supposed to work. Yes. 
That's normal. Right. And I always tell people that. I go, look, I I don't begrudge the Mets, but I'm not a Mets fan. No. And if they lose, I go, uh. <laughs> you know, if, if, if the Yankees if the Yankees lose on a day, I get really upset. So the, if the Mets are on, I put them on just to see. I hope they lose. Right, you know. So it, it, that's just the way it is. I can't help it. I'm but sorry. but but wait, but a Buck Showalter, the manager of the Mets, shows up at one of your two great restaurants. Theater District and Westchester, he gets the same yes. treatment as Aaron Boone, yes? Yes, he does. Yes. No, <laughs> restaurant, that's different. That's different. No, no. My restaurant, yeah. my restaurants, I got two of the great Italian restaurants, one on 30 West 46th Street, Jazz Palmetaries, and one on in White Plains, 264 Main Street uh, in White Plains. And and you come in there, you get served the best food, and you get uh, A1 service. We love food. it. Me and Danielle love those restaurants. And also, don't forget your friend Jack across the street, Empire Steakhouse, and he does a great yes. job, too. Great job. Great job. And uh, uh, people, that, they even come to our restaurants for steaks sometimes because we have the same steaks that Empire has. So, uh, you know, uh, they run a great ship. Uh, you know, the Sinan brothers, Jack and Jeff, run a great ship, and uh, and, uh, and that's important. They do. You know, it's funny. I was talking about Gravesend a couple of minutes ago, and June 29th is going to be the, the red carpet premiere, and season two will be out in July. And, you know, almost everybody in that series, from the writer, creator, director, star, William DeMeo, to Peter Gordio, to I don't know how many guys, but almost everybody in that series says the same thing to me. You know who gave me my first shot? Chaz Palminteri. Like, every young actor in Hollywood today was in a Bronx tale. Every one of them. Yeah. Yes, a lot. Yes. Right? <laughs> That's true. Yes, yeah. Well, Bob wanted to use all these young... It was really Bob's idea. He wanted to use non-actors who were just looking to be actors. And uh, we found a lot of wonderful, talented Italian kids. Willem DeMeo was one... Uh, many of those guys did. Never acted before. You know, Alfred Cercelli. Alfred Cercelli played Bobby Bob. Yep. You know, a lot of, uh, you know, wonderful actors came out of Bronx Hill, obviously. A lot of them. And, and then and the apple didn't fall far from the tree because talking about Chairs and Gravesend and these other folks, your daughter, who, of course, is an aspiring actress, Michigan, all that beautiful yeah. kid. She's in the series, too, yeah. right? My daughter, Gabriella Palmateri, yes, she's in the series. In fact, she was in it a year before me. She got me the job. So I said, why do use my dad? I think my dad would be good at this part. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, da- my, my daughter was in Actually, my son did a, uh, did a part in it. He played my driver, my bodyguard in a, in a, in a oh. thing. It was beautiful. Both of them are doing really good. You know, they had the card in their room. The saddest thing in life is wasted talent. They both work really hard. My son graduated Berkeley. My daughter... Is that one more year of you know, University of Michigan, you know, and that's what it is. That's what it's about, kids. Just like look, you have wonderful children. Same thing, Thank you, you know. Uh, you know, you look at the kids and you see that you know where they come from. You know, they, you know, it doesn't fall far from the tree. You know, you got wonderful kids and uh, they're great kids, and my kids are great. You know. All I care is about a guy says to me, you know, you got great kids, Chad. Me go, too. Oh, thank me you. too. That's all I care about, too. Yeah. And look, our wives are both great mothers. And one thing about you, yeah. Chaz, as big as a superstar as you are, and you are a big-time super. I mean, you're a big-time guy. Come on, you're Chaz Palminteri. You're, you're very grounded. Yeah. You know, you're, you're a father, a family guy, beautiful wife, two great kids. And like you just said, to me, even though, yes, Bronx Tale, you're famous, you're, you know, you're in the show also with Ed O'Neill and uh, Sophia Viagra, all that great stuff. Yeah. To me, your chairs, the friend, the father, 
just a, a very loyal guy for 20-plus years. I know this. If I'm stuck at 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm in trouble, if I call yeah. Chaz, he's not going to say yeah. to me, I'll call you back later. Not a chance. Not a chance. Not a chance. And today, today is our 31st anniversary for my wife and I. Is that today, right? I woke up. That's right. Today, I woke up this morning, and I wish my wife a happy anniversary. We're going to go out later. And uh, and she says hi, and she's waiting. Oh, I love right her. Now. I love your wife. You know what's weird about that? You know what's weird about that? Your anniversary is 31 years today. In 19 yes. days on June 25th, Danielle and I celebrate. Same exact number, 31 years. What, 31 years in 19 Yes, we got married wow. in 1992 in Brooklyn. Oh, man, isn't that something? <laughs> that unbelievable? Wow. Wow, this is 32 years. 31. Oh, 31 years. Yeah, 1992. Wow. 31 years. You and your wife and me and my wife. And you guys got married on D-Day, and it ended up perfect. How about that, Chaz? <laughs> <laughs> We got married on D-Day. That's true. Oh, God. You know, I thought about that after we got married on D-Day. Then I said, well, at least we didn't get married on 9-11. You know, 9/11 right, right, exactly. It would have been worse. So, listen. You know, <laughs> that would have been a rough day to get married. <laughs> Give us uh, – yeah. let me ask you this on the way out then. Do you go tonight sure. to celebrate your anniversary? Do you go to your own restaurant or someplace no, else? No. No. All right. No, no, I don't go to my own because my wife said tonight, you know, she, I said, you pick the restaurant you want to go to. We, I want to go to because it's, it's a if I go to my restaurant, it's look, they're going to ask. You know, it's always at the end photos. Right. You don't want that. Walking in. Right. Yeah. So it's our anniversary. So we're going to go to a private dinner somewhere. I love know, it. And, uh, and and really love it. But, uh, you know, Sid, I, you know, look at your life, look at my life. And we're blessed. Sid. We're blessed. Yeah. And every no day you've got to thank God and be grateful. And say thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, uh, because that's the way I feel. I do. No, I. I have uh, gratitude has uh, replaced a lot of anger and resentment and all those negative emotions. I tell my wife and kids all the time they get you nowhere. I am. I do. Nowhere. I have a lot of gratitude for for family and friends and and people like you and my job and and health and you know I lost my father a couple of summers ago and that still hurts a lot. You know, Jazz. But of course, yes. But otherwise, I'm I'm a very lucky guy. Yes. Yes. Yes, the more gratitude you have, the better it is. Because you know what they say, the devil only goes to a busy person. You know, they always want to they always want to go to a person that's on the way up, you know what I mean? Yep. They don't bother the person who's who's a bum or somebody like, you know, in the street. They don't bother them. Oh, they I know that. They'll, they'll just go to somebody who's doing really well. That's yep. that's the way the forces work in the world. So True. and that's what my dad used to say, don't waste your talent, son, promise me. And I'm glad that's why I do the show. I do the show when I do the I, I love doing the show. I feel when I'm on that stage, people go, aren't you bored? I go, bored? Are you kidding me? Every time I get up there, I can't wait to do it. I'm so excited to do it. I just can't wait. And, Sid, I want to tell you, before I go, I'm coming out with my own Bronx, uh, with a, with a, I mean, with a great company, uh, a, a Bronx Tail Cigars. And it's going to be, they've been blending it for three, four years now. Wow. And it's finally ready to come out. And I'll let you know when it comes out. We'll talk. Oh, about that's it. going to be great. So you're going to have like a cigar shop. You're going to sell them retail. How's that going to work? 
Oh, it's going to be retail, online, all over. Nice. So it's going to be all, all done. It's going your, to be really your, nice. Your friend uh, Big Tommy there, he smokes a lot of cigars, drives Cadillacs. I think he's in uh, the TV show. He'll smoke them all. Well, that's great oh, news. Oh, Big Time Tommy. Yeah, yeah you know okay. Big Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great guy. He's a character. He's yeah, a he is. Guy. Character. Yeah, I love guy. that guy. Hey, listen, I'm happy for you. One more time on the way out. Give the two dates and locations again for your upcoming yeah, shows. June 11th, June 11th, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, be at the Paramount Theater in Huntington, New York. Uh, they got a foundation room at the end of the show. You can go down to the foundation room. They got speakeasy. It's an incredible place to have dinner and see a show. And June 23rd, I'll be at the Rollins Theater in Delaware. Uh, so uh, if you never saw the show, you've got to come and see it. Come backstage at the end and say hi. Cheers. Happy anniversary. I love you, pal. Thank you. Same here, brother. Stay well. You're the best. My friend Chaz Terry and his wife is such a beautiful lady and a great mom. 31 years. Happy anniversary, Chaz. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Nights in white satin Never reaching the end Letters I've written Never meaning to send Beauty I'd always miss With these eyes before Just what the truth is I can't say anymore Cause I love you If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.